You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you? The proud phrase said that I must eat this pie. This podcast is brought to you by Rhaegar's Penis, the fourth most important character in Game of Thrones. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 86, Con of Thrones 2019 recap. Holy shit, are we really on 86 episodes? Wow, okay. Yay! <laughs> anyway, I'm yaying both the amount of episodes and the fact that we just came back from Con of Thrones, and I love the hell out of it. So, I'm Lauren. I'm Jenny. And I'm Jess. Okay, so before we headed down, before we actually headed into Con of Thrones, we decided to go down to Nashville for a couple of days and get to experience the city because we didn't have that experience in Dallas. Um, our hotel was fantastic. It was in a perfect spot in downtown um, Nashville. It was like walking distance to everything, food, entertainment, the con itself, everything. Um so we did a couple of things. Uh, Jess, do you want to talk about what you liked the most, what we did? Um, well, I'm a history person, so I love anything historical. So I really enjoyed the Hermitage, even though it was um, really hot. So for those of you who don't know, the Hermitage is Andrew Jackson's home uh, that he shared with his wife. I forget her name. It's eluding me. Rachel. Rachel um and that was really fun to see any uh I also like the ghost tour we went on but I do that a lot when I go to new cities I like to do ghost tours because they're also tend to be historical tours as well and just everybody was just really nice there and the weather was nice the whole time we were there it was just a very chill environment yeah I, I agree with all of that I definitely agree with all of that um Jenny what were your favorite parts of the the trip um, I liked going to the Opry. I thought that was fun. Just yeah, getting I, I to do some music too. things since it is Music City. Exactly. Um, and uh, happy belated night. Was he 90? <laughs> the what? The guy that turned 90. Oh, yeah. He was like 90 years old and he had been. It was his birthday that day and he had he been a member of the Opry for like a zillion and 55 50 years. years or something. I don't know. He was a really amazing mandolin player. Oh, yeah. He was fantastic. It was very impressive that he could still move his fingers like that at that I age. know. I can barely move my fingers like that. And I don't have the excuse he has. Um, um, I also liked doing the escape room that we kept walking by that we decided to do. Even though we failed miserably, it was still fun. We were so close at the end. With lots of hints to get us there. Disclaimer, we were so close because our lovely game guide was just like, here, you guys are idiots. Here's clues. Yeah, I kept, I think I kept singing every room we are. We are terrible at this. We suck. I mean, we do suck because I can't read a clock. So I blame me. But that was the worst of our problems. Everything was, uh, it was terrible all the way around. But we had fun. It was fun. Uh, Just don't call us for the heist because we will be useless. Um. Then we went to we went to a milkshakes place, legendary yes, Mike's legendary, um, and the milkshakes were the size of a baby, and they were delicious and amazing. Yeah, they serve it in mason jars. You can get the choice of either 
making your own like picking which ingredients you want in your milkshake or you can do the ones that they have already made um so i think lauren you got the one that they already made the s'mores one you're damn straight <laughs> yeah i got I, I made my own um which is nice it looked like uh i said it was Cookie cream monster. blood because it was because it was all blue <laughs> <laughs> but it they were all yummy I just continued my pension for ordering coffee things that are not actual coffee. Yeah, you're very weird. I got coffee ice cream, coffee alcohol. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> for someone who doesn't drink coffee, you sure like coffee flavored shit. I do. All right. So moving on. Um, let's let's do our fray pie rating for the con. Jenny, what did you give it? I gave it a Rhaegar with some corn on top because I had fun with my cosplay, which we'll talk about later. Okay, great. Jess? I gave it a Rhaegar also. I mean, these cons are always fun. We went to the one last year, obviously, and it's just so chill and it's all focused on one thing. So you're never like, oh, what should I do next? Or looking for stuff to do because everything is stuff we're interested in. Um, Yeah, so a Rhaegar for me. I also gave it a Rhaegar, but I added a fruity cocktail because you all know how much I love them. Um, But because I thought it was even better than last year. I, th- I just think it was great. I th- it's great seeing people we don't get to see very often. And there were some people we hadn't seen in years. And there are people who we've never actually met in person until this time. It just, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So, all right. Um, so we're going to give, I guess we're going to go into awards. Okay. Um, we're going to give the award for best panel, of course, other than the ones that we did. So, um, Jess, what's your, what was your favorite panel? Oh, mine was actually the one that was right before our spelling bee uh, called The Stolen Child in A Song of Ice and Fire, A Folklore Perspective. It was really interesting because they they brought in a lot of like fairy tales and folklore elements uh, into A Song of Ice and Fire. So basically the story of the changeling, like how fairies will switch kids and swap kids um, and replace them and they use you know john swapping sam not sam gilly's kid they talked a little bit about how aria ran to catlin and thought that she might have been a uh, a changeling kid and then elements of the krampus and the others just like interesting rumpelstiltskin and like Tyrion. so they brought a lot of like fairy tale elements into their interpretation of a song of ice and fire yeah, it was um, done by Maester Mary, who was dressed as Alison for that chapter, Alison Targaryen, which was very cool. And a few other people were on the panel as well. It was just nice because it was just a completely different um, interpretation of A Song of Ice and Fire. And I liked it because so much of it is just like the deep analysis of, of characters or like your favorite moments from the show. So it was nice to see um, a different sort of, of panel for once. It was a little outside the box, but yeah. it was like really insightful, and I liked it. No, it, I'm sorry I missed it because that sounds like that was really cool. It was really. I was sad I had a. Yeah, I was sad I had to like leave early from it to to make it to the, the room. But yeah, it was definitely those people who were on that panel. You all did a great job. Well, that's great. Um, uh, Jenny, what did what did you what did you like? Um. Well, I agreed with yours. I kind of went off. Yeah, well, mine mine kind of went on a tangent of I loved everything. Um, (laughs) 
But but yeah, you did pick one of them out specifically. Why don't you talk about that one? Oh, I did like the brotherhood and sisterhood panel because it's not stuff that we think about all the time and all the different connections between all the different, you know, brotherhoods and sisterhoods in Westeros, especially the Silent Sisters, because there's barely any information of them in the book. And so it's just interesting to, like, get it, dig into that a little bit because they all have, all the panelists have such great book knowledge. And so it's, it's good to, you know, dig into that content and think about all of that. Yeah. And, and I think everyone who participated really, really brought their knowledge to the tables and really had a lot of great things to say. Um, and it's just, I just love listening to other people's perspectives. I, I love that the, the rooms are smaller than if you were at like a huge con and you feel more comfortable having conversations and, and contributing to the panels. Like I don't raise oh. my hand ever and stuff, but like when I'm there, I'm like, yeah, all my hands are in the air. Um, a lot of them turn into sort of a more discussion kind of thing, which I think is nice. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's less just people talking up there and more everybody getting involved, which I think is cool. Right. And yeah. And, and it's nice that... like that too, but guys, I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's nice that nobody has sort of egos, you know, I'm the expert, you know, they're open yes. to hearing other perspectives and it adds stuff to what they're saying. So it really creates this like dynamic situation in there and it makes it feel more like a community. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, there are panels that do have that, you know, straight answer and question sections. And, and those are great because, you know, they were panels of like Nikolai and Miltos and you expect them to be um, question and answer. But when when they're people's perspective on certain topics, I really love, like, they're, they're just, they're just so much fun and just hearing other people's ideas. It's just, I, I love it so much. I mean, but then there's also the panels, like the meme panel had us all dying. I mean, we all laughed our asses through all the beams that came out of season eight. Um, that was just brilliant and hysterical. Uh, just I, I I just I loved everything. I, Kim Renfro had a really fantastic panel on costumes and just the visuals and um, the, the it's based on a chapter in in her book that's coming out later this year. So I've already pre-ordered it. I think you guys should get it as well. Kim 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 is really super smart and super funny, and I think the book's gonna be great. Um, so that's it for the best panel. Best cosplay. I'm just going to basically say for me that I missed a lot of the cosplay because I was all over the place, but I did love the woman as Drogon. So why don't you guys talk about the cosplays you saw because you saw more than I did. Um, Jenny? Well, one of the ones I liked the most I, I didn't see, which I'm very sad about because there was someone uh, dressed as one one, like the actual giant. Which would have been and amazing! I saw pictures of, of them everywhere and it was awesome. And so that was very cool. And then um, when we were at the brand panel, uh, this woman came over to ask for a picture of my cosplay, which was Mormont's Raven, and she was actually dressed in a football jersey, which said 1-1 on it and had an 11, and she had a little uh, Sir Patrick doll, and it was great, and she also made her friend's Summer Hall shoes, which were also awesome. They were beautiful, those shoes. Um... And then there was also people dressed up as uh, the water bottle and Starbucks cup. And I just thought that was funny. That's that was hilarious. <laughs> Jess, what, what, which one did you like? Well, um, obviously the ones that Jenny mentioned, but also ones that were like a person was dressed up as wildfire, which I thought was funny. It was a really pretty wildfire dress. You know, things are a little bit outside the box of what you'd normally see. Yeah, at totally. The con. 
I, and I really totally. like that um, that particular that particular cosplay, but also um, the Alison Targaryen because we all just recently read Fire and Bloods, and she's one of my favorite characters, um, favorite Targaryen. So it's really nice seeing people cosplaying characters that are a little bit outside a Song of Ice and Fire proper, and you're going into sure. like the past characters and stuff. I thought that was really cool. And there was this woman who was dressed as a, a weirwood tree. And she had, um, you know, ravens in it and everything. That was really, really cool. Um, yeah, so the people are very creative, very, very talented uh, folks who come to these cons. And I wish I would have saw more of it. We missed the, the cosplay contest because we got back late from dinner to the con. But I'm, we'll see them all in pictures, so it's fine. Speaking of things in, in pictures, I did want to, as you mentioned, the wildfire. There was that Marjorie... That had the wildfire at the bottom of her yeah, dress that was, was coming cool. up, which I thought was really awesome that I saw in pictures yeah. on the app. Um, the one that gave me a really good laugh, though, was the guy who looked like Drogo, but he was dressed as Aquaman. Yes. So that that was amusing. Um, and I did, I shout out to the, the George Martin cosplayer that had the book finished question mark, not today. So we had some Rhaegar a la mode moments. Um what were your favorite experiences at the con? Uh, Jenny, you want to go first? Um, well, Lauren was very excited to see her uh, Twitter family, but I don't know everybody as well because I'm not as involved. But it was still nice to see some of the people that I do sort of vaguely interact with and uh, get to meet some new people. Um, I liked getting to meet Daphne, and now I'm watching Black Sails. So shout out to her. Uh I did watch the first episode. Yay! It was good. Um, and then I also really liked running around in my dumb Ormond's Raven costume because this is the only con where people would get that. And it was nice hearing people shout corn at me all day. Um, <laughs> and it was fun having people actually ask me for pictures because that never happens. And I almost felt like Rachel, except that her costumes are like significantly better than mine and she gets asked more. But it was still nice to have a little bit of taste of that. Right. Um, and of course, it was great doing the spelling bee. Um, second year in a row. And we had a really good turnout uh, with both participants and audience. And I think it went well. And I think people enjoyed it again. Yeah. So. And actually, I was talking to people afterwards that they were like, oh, I wanted to go to that, but I didn't make it last year. And I tried to make it this year. And like, so they were, there were people who wanted to go, it just didn't always work out for them. But it's nice to know that we were, we were considered something people were thinking about. Next year, we've got to get to the harder words, and I think we need a shame bell. Yeah, we definitely need a shame bell. We definitely need a shame bell. Um, Jess, what were your favorite things? I mean, I don't have any really, like, uh, Rhaegar a la mode moments. I think overall the whole thing is a Rhaegar a la mode moment. I don't want to rank things. Um, So. We have more stuff in later sections. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Specific things. Um, but uh, there was a couple of things that I loved. Uh, definitely meeting my Twitter fam that I haven't met before and seeing some of my Twitter fan that I that I have met before and getting to see them again. And, uh, you know, it's like I miss I miss Kenny's recaps on Watcher of the Wall. Like those are always so much fun when we do the the episodes every week. And I'm working on trying to get him to do it for the next one. He's probably going to say no, but. I will beg him anyway. Um, 
but it's just it's it's just a, it's just a really nice community the twitter community uh, of, of game of thrones surprisingly enough because the internet is horrible um but this specific group of people has been pretty fantastic so that was nice um i got a good laugh out of watching family feud that when they did game night um but also mm-hmm. meeting the 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 wolf and the crows some of the guys who were extras in the, in the show um and we got to take pictures with them and they're, they're a lot of fun and they were a lot of laughs. And, uh, you know, if you, if you've seen the documentary, you've seen Andy in it and Andy's super nice. And so are the other two guys, um, Hammer and Bobby. And it was just, it was just a lot of fun meeting them. It was just a lot of fun. Yeah. I think that was my Brandon Sanderson moment where I don't know who you are, <laughs> but I go and meet you. So the story is at New York comic con a few years back. I didn't know who, I hadn't read Sanderson's books and I had him sign one. And I'm like, I haven't read your stuff, but I'm just here because I know you're like famous. Oh my now, God. Since then, but since then I've become a huge, huge fan. So it's very similar. I went up to them. It's like, you know, I don't really like know who you guys are, but you know, you, you were on the night's watch and that's cool. And I'm a night's watch girl. Yeah. And they go. were really they nice about John, it. So they were okay. Yeah. They yeah. didn't, did not stab John because I asked them that. I'm like, did you stab John? They're like, no, no, no. I'm like, we could take this picture. We can have a conversation right now. Yeah. They're very wow. sweet guys. They're really great. I had and have I had great fun with them because I was in my my Raven costume, and so they were very excited that I was a crow, <laughs> even if they didn't get it. But they had fun holding my word bubbles and taking that picture, so that was cool. Yeah. And then they liked your tattoos too. Yeah, they. Oh yeah, uh, Andy they took, took a picture of our of tattoos because uh, he collects Game of Thrones tattoos. Um, but then also probably the best moment for me was meeting Nikolai. And that was awkward and embarrassing, but I have a great photo out of it, so I don't care. <laughs> so that was that. Um, okay, so we we, are, we talked about panels um, that we liked, uh, but like, and what we what our favorites were. But do you guys want to talk a little bit more about about some of the panels that you went to, rather than sure. just your favorites? Yes, well, these were they're all our favorites, but yes. Yeah. Yes. So me and Jenny went to. Yeah, me and Jenny went to the the Brand Stark panel, and that was really fun because (laughs) it was a combination of like book and show, which sometimes that's not the case in some of these panels. It's either like all show or all book, but they were able to like fuse Brand Stark's characterization in the show and in the books together. And there was a lot of interpretations of Brand that I hadn't realized about him being the Lord of uh, Light, the actual Lord of Light and a godlike figure, which is a interesting um, take on the Bran Stark character. I think I liked that one because they sort of, I sort of felt like they were on the same wavelength as me a little bit when yeah. it comes to like the show. Like, I feel like they were coming at it from a book perspective, but they're like, well, how can we work the elements of the show into what we think from the books? And how could we sort of, you know, work this out? And like, nobody really knew any answers, but we had fun like trying to sort of work out what we thought happened. Yeah. Whereas the John panel was great because they love John, but it was all show stuff. But, you know, it's. They love John and it's, it was a, basically a, a love fest. So I can't I can't hate that because I was like sharing my feelings. And everybody was sharing their feelings. I think Sam was crying on the panel, which was Aww. I feel you, girl. I feel you, girl. Um, and Lauren, oh what God. about you? Um, 
I really love the great debates because they're hilarious and uh, people are, are funny as hell. And the the podcasters from A Storm of Spoilers are are just hilarious and they get better when they're when they have people to play off of, even though they're already funny without us. Um, those are just fun. And the topics are, are so bizarre and people go down rabbit holes that probably no one should ever dive into. But they're 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 great. I, do, I did really like. Dario's Revenge. Dario's Revenge was, was a good yeah, one. Yes, so some some context. We went to um, the one, well, who's the most important character and how it should have ended. And so you get, like what Lauren's saying about rabbit holes, you get people who are really serious about it. And then you have people who just are trolls. And <laughs> it's really funny to get <laughs> both of those, like, you know, like, sides like of the spectrum. Like I picked Davos's wife for the most important character and you picked Rhaegar's penis. Which made it really far well, I in the I actually picked debates. Rhaegar. They turned it into his penis. And then it just Accurate. went from there. Uh, I liked when Rhaegar's penis was against Rhaegar's romance with Lyanna. I, I, thought, I, I, I thought it was really I liked it when he was against penis Marys. Against Varys. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was just yes, so The brackets rough. were very well So, So I hence the sponsor, um, the sponsor today. Rhaegar made it to fourth place. Rhaegar was close. Rhaegar, Rhaegar was doing pretty well. I really would have been happy if that Rhaegar just lasted like one round, but he just went, he kept going, him and his penis, he kept going. Um, <laughs> so that was, uh, my my thing was he was the important part of the realm because if he had thought with his mind instead of his penis, and that's where it went into Rhaegar's penis. So just just to clear <laughs> that up a bit. Anyway, um, yeah, those are context. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, but I also liked uh, when we went to the night ca- the, the Knights cast uh podcast um and and joe was talking about his favorite character was john and all the moments he loved were all his favorite like his good happy moments instead of always focusing on poor john gets like the has to like fight through bodies and do all this shit it was like all the things that made john happy and i was like this is such a refreshing way of looking at john and it was just really well done it was nice I still don't forgive you, Pat, for Braun. And I know you're listening, so <laughs> I'm telling you again. Braun man? Braun? Really? Okay. So, um, moving on to that part. Um, the marketplace was fun. Um, well, hold on. Uh, what, what? Oh, Spotlight panels. Oh, did I miss something? Yes. I don't see... Well, I wanted to talk about, you know, oh. we went to the... Well, I went to the Milto's oh. panel. Oh, you guys oh, oh I'm later. sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, you did. But my mistake. And, Go ahead. Uh, and of course the the Nikolai panel, which is all over the news right now. So, um, is it? Yeah, every everybody is is quoting from it. Like, there's a whole bunch of articles on it. Um, like how people communicate in Denmark. Yeah, that part was left out, but that was hilarious. No, um, <laughs> I think people were starting to misinterpret certain things, and Melissa and Nelly basically sent out a, like a whole link of tweets, being this is what he said. This is how it gets taken out of context. And everything she wrote is exactly word for word. But I remember him saying, so she was saying it the way it was, not the way uh, people were, were taking it out of. What were people misinterpreting? Well, like they were yeah. saying, you know, how, how he, like how he said um, it was silly if people thought that like um, that D&D didn't care. And it was not like that, not like said in a way that he thought people are silly, but like, you know, it's, it's. Like you know, Dave, and he was trying to he say Dan and that. right. He said Dan and Dave did care, and it's like it's it's kind of like how can you like think that he, they didn't? And that's what he meant it in that context. 
And like, so of course, you know, the media has to change things to make it more dramatic than it is. Um, he answered questions fairly. We know that. Like he said straight out that he thought um, he thought the long night was uh, a very long night. Dark. A very dark yeah, night so for us he, all. Yeah, they basically, he gave, you know, there are genuine criticisms of the show and he didn't like not talk about it. Like he did address those criticisms because they are legitimate constructive criticisms of the show but he did it in a way that like not like how fans do it sometimes and like raging and you know he recognized the criticisms of the show by also recognizing all the good things that it gave us as well yeah no he acknowledged it he didn't poo poo anybody and tell them they were stupid he just said everybody's wrong to their feelings this 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 is what this is what was going on. Um, just recognize that the the actors and the cast and and the crew they had their own feelings on it as well, and some of them may have been hurt. If you if you really think that this was terrible because they worked so hard and he acknowledged everybody. He didn't tell anybody they were wrong. He didn't tell anybody they were terrible. He was just very diplomatic, which is probably why he does stuff for the UN. Um, but he he knew he, he knew how to to answer the questions. And make people feel like this is what we were thinking and we acknowledge what you were feeling. And it's important that we both realize that we both have have feelings about this and they're both genuine. So, um, no, I thought he did really well with it. But I mean, generally, it was just a really good panel and he's entertaining. Yeah, I thought the Joanna did a great job with the interview and Miltose is hysterical. Miltos is just so, it's just so joyful to hear him talk because he's so enthusiastic. He's and so humble. He just, yes, he's humble and he just, he, you can tell he really genuinely loves the, the story and the conventions and the whole experience. Oh yeah. He kept funny. saying, I don't know why you guys keep asking me back. He's like, aren't you tired of me? And the whole audience just started cheering because everybody, he's just a genuinely kind, genuinely funny. Um, he's just great. Like he's fabulous to be around. Like our experience with him last year, how he just wanted to talk and bullshit and and just be so genuinely kind. That was great. So I'm sh- I'm glad he gets to share that with uh, with so many people. I hope he's back next year. Oh, so do I. So do I. Um, and a- it was fun getting to hear him talk this year with the end of the show because he got to talk about you know how proud he was of Arya and that kind of stuff, and so that was cute. Yeah, he said he he <laughs> cried. <laughs> No, that's it's fantastic. He's he's a genuine joy and and he's definitely a pleasure to uh to listen to and to meet. Um okay, so let's talk about the marketplace cuz I thought the marketplace was fun and had some really great stuff in it. Um Jess, you want to talk about a, uh, what what you saw that love that you loved? Yeah, so I think the the coolest part of the marketplace was uh KM props. So yes. this is a sis, these two sisters, they're twins. And they come from a theater set design background and they basically make replicas of props from TV shows and movies. And so they brought to the con a replica Iron Throne, a replica swords, replica crowns, like the crown of winter, um, Sansa's new crown, Stannis's crown. I mean, such a variety. They had a raven. Um, and they're really, really talented, these two sisters 
And, you know, for $5, you got to, like, pose with their custom-made Iron Throne. At first, I thought that was the, the original one that they sell for, like, $30,000. And she was like, no, no, we made this. And if you go on their um, their uh, website, kmreplicaprops.wordpress.com. Yeah, there's, yeah there's, a you, there's a YouTube video. There's a YouTube video of the construction of the Iron Throne. And, and it's, it's really amazing how talented people are. And I love how they're, like, a sister group. And they're just like yeah. genuinely nice. There's two really oh, nice they were ladies. Lovely. And yeah, they were and really for lovely. For five dollars, they let you take a ton of photos. It wasn't even like they yeah. like just one. They let you sit there and change positions and what. They were like, I hope they made so much money. Those women. Um, and I oh, and I forgot the uh, cloaks. Made out of one of their furniture. Yeah. Oh, the cloaks too. They yeah, were yeah. It was made out of but um wood, out plywood. Of uh, no, no, no. Replica, but it was like one like, of their chairs in their living room mm-hmm. too. Yeah, that so the whole video no, goes through so the whole super- process. It's like an eight-minute video. Yeah, She's so- like, it's not a good video. It is a great video. Go watch it. Um, see what kind of talent's yeah, out no. there. I-, I want them to make a million dollars because just just on their niceness alone, but their talent is even more so. Honestly, $5 is way too cheap, if you ask me. Yeah, I checked um, their website. Anyways. Jason Momoa at another con actually sat on their replica throne, so that was pretty oh, cool. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's very cool. All right, Jenny, what did you love about the marketplace? Um, well, I was very excited to get my uh, fencing and archery tote bag with the shoulder straps. Yes, you were. Because, it was a good bag. Um, I I had one uh, years ago, and it, it got a hole in it, so I was excited to, to get a new one. And I was happy that they had a Stark one because I did not want an I drink and I know things bag. Um, <laughs> but uh, we also, Jess and I also did the VR thing that they had there. Which was terrifying. Well, because um, the VR was to... uh, beyond the wall. So you go beyond yes. the wall as like, a member of the Night's Watch and you have to fight whites, which sounds really cool. But in reality, it, it was not. I was actually ready for it to be over. It was really terrifying. Oh, yeah, my also God. Had, you had to fight a, a white bear at the beginning and it just kept lunging at you because it wouldn't die. And you're like, how is this? Like, half of it was on fire. I'm like, why is it not dead yet? Why does it keep coming at me? Make it stop. Oh, my God. But um, And I asked, yeah, and I asked the lady who ran it. I was like, can you, were there whites behind me? She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I figured that, but I didn't want to look back and, you know, have a jump scare <laughs> situation. No, I have a deeper appreciation for, like, the Night's Watch and, and, and Jon Snow now that I've, I've done that. No way. Hard home? I, no. But even though it was terrifying, it was, I like that they had some interactive stuff in the marketplace this year with that and the Iron Throne stuff. And then even, like, you could go and, like, pet the dire wolves. And then, of course, the, um, the wolf and the crows guys. It was just nice to have that kind of thing in the marketplace instead of, you know, just the booths and stuff. Yeah. Which were also great. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to LNL. Yeah, LNL, yeah. I saw a lot of people geek. wearing a lot of her yeah. stuff at the con. Yeah. So check out the Colorful Geek because LNL has some really great stuff. Yeah. Actually, Everybody I was, was really rocking good her, about not her clothes. any money. I bought just two shirts from her and a pin. And then I only bought a back, uh, like one of those drawstring backpacks with watches on the wall. And usually I spend millions of dollars on stuff. And I just was so good and didn't spend any money. But there was so much stuff I wanted to buy. Like the wine, like the wine glasses. Oh. We bought George Martin. You bought George Martin. That is correct. 
Yeah, there's a George Martin yeah. plush that Valerian Steele was selling that, like, if you press his hand, he says phrases from the books. And then the best one is, I'm working on it, and about the winds of winter. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's pretty funny. And he has a little turtle uh, shield, and he's very cute. Yeah, I think at one point we started using him as a, uh, as like a, a, what are those, magic eight balls, and you would ask it a question and press the hands and... Sometimes he gave you the right answer, and sometimes he told you outlook not good. Um, well, I asked him what he thought of. I asked him what he thought of season eight, and he said Valar Mugulus. So. <laughs> that was the best one. That was the best one. Whatever that means. Yeah. And the Valerian yeah. Steel people are making um, both versions of Longclaw. The book version. Oh uh, yeah, and they had the both. TV version. They did have both. And I and there. I. And I had asked them, like, was it a thing with HBO and the contract that you stopped selling the book version of it? He's like, they were like, no, because George just didn't have the time to, like, sign the certificate. So we just stopped making it. And then we got to the point where we were just like, fuck it. We should just sell it anyway. <laughs> but they actually don't sell that as well. They act the uh, show version they sell more of. Which I thought was oh, interesting because it's ugly. But that pommel doesn't <laughs> well, look like a wolf. Swords. I have yeah, I have Jamie Jamie's sword and I have Brienne's sword. I yeah, but those look pretty. Yeah. No, they're beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah. Um, no, the swords look pretty. I'm saying the I pommel doesn't look like a wolf. No, the pommel didn't. No, it doesn't. Um, but, yeah, I do like their stuff. Okay. Um, so anything else you want to say about the, the marketplace or did we cover that? That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, I did want to mention, we did talk about the spelling bee a little, but um, I did want to mention that, that we had some prizes donated from Jordan Denae, and we had prizes from Westeros Jewelry, uh, which was really nice of them. And Jenny made some really awesome custom pop toys, and we had some Urban Decay makeup, which, you know, is like ridiculous to find at this point. And I hope those guys made use of it, because we had three guy winners i know i know uh, maybe they're selling it on ebay whatever it was just funny because last year all three winners were women this year all three winners are men <laughs> so whatever they were all very nice i was proud of all of them i was proud of everybody who participated yeah the gentleman who won first place he came to the quiz of thrones or the quiz game quiz trivia afterwards and he was wearing his spelling bee medal he was to trivia he was so proud and it was yes. funny because he hadn't even si signed up and he didn't know you had to sign up and he's like do you think i'll make it i'm like you'll be fine don't worry about it you'll probably get in don't worry about it and he was like thank you he's like i got to win because you let me in and i was like i'm like yeah don't worry about it. it's fine <laughs> Yes, the winning word was Omri Lorch. And, and uh, everybody Timit, messed up Timit. Timit spooked the crap out of every single one of them for some reason. Yeah, that knocked out like four people. Yeah, it really <laughs> did. Yeah, and Tristane and Quentin. So Martell names really threw people off as well. Obviously, people are not fans of Feast and Dance, clearly. <laughs> oh, well, we can't all be. Um, all right. Um, so we did the photo ops and autographs. Um, I mean, uh, Jenny, Jenny did the, the Nikolai autograph. So why don't you talk about that? Um, well, it was a little <laughs> and sad I'm going to say, talk about it quickly because we have no, cause that's how fast it went. <laughs> yes. They moved us through very quickly because, uh, things were running a little bit behind schedule. So 
we didn't get to do any personalization stuff and he didn't have as much time to talk to people. But I still appreciated that he did, like, talk to you. And so when he saw the caricature that I did, which was basically all nose, he was like, oh, yeah, when, you know, the show first was going to start and I was cast, you know, there was this thing about my nose. And I was like, yeah, I know, nose gate. I didn't agree. And he was like, oh, my wife thought it was hilarious. Yeah, she did, which we thought was hilarious. So yes. I'm glad that somebody got amusement out of it. Um, I'm I'm glad I had a little interaction. Yeah, so we all before our photo. Op. We got to meet Nikolai, take photos with him, and Jenny and and and, and shall I say Jenny went to go take a photo <laughs> with him first. So Jess, why didn't you talk about that? Well, the whole time we're online, I was super nervous, and I was expressing how I'm nervous. I don't really do the photo things, probably for this this reason. And so Jenny went in there, and he asked her what her name was. She's like, "I'm Jenny." He turns to me. He's like, what's your name? I'm like, I'm Jenny. And then Jenny's like, that's not your name or something like that. I was like, oh, right. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry, Nicola. Like, grab his shoulder because, you know, boundaries. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm really nervous. He's like, don't be. But like, what's your name? I'm like, it's Jess. And it just like sums up me making a complete idiot out of myself in front of the cast of Game of Thrones, which I think is like a theme but i think it made for a, a a great picture because he looked really happy in it so he did he did no it was perfect yeah and we didn't look um, like crazed fangirls which is always nice yeah there you go um i took a photo afterwards and i got to show him my Oathkeeper tattoo uh which was good. Um, and then like I was holding it out and he grabs my hand and he's like, did you want it out of the photo? And I was like, I'm like, no, whatever you want to do, I don't care. <laughs> and I don't even remember smiling, but apparently I did in the photo. So yay. <laughs> I was glad you got to show it to him since I know you, it was part of why you were waiting in the yeah, autograph wanted, line yeah, with me and it is, we had to move through so fast. I know. Time. I know. So that was, that was good. That was good. Um, so that pretty much summed up our experience. So, uh, do you have any suggestions for the con for next year? Like for me, it's, you know, I just want it to be four days because I loved it so much. I wanted an extra day out of it. Um, Jenny, what, 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 what are you, did, did you have anything that you think that should be? Well, I wrote down never stay at the Westin in Nashville because apparently they had some issues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where during Nikolai's spotlight panel, he got a phone call from his wife because they were trying to kick them out of the hotel or something, which you know, was a really great thing to do. Yeah. Um, An internationally known star. To other people as well, and so that's that's terrible. Um, I just we we thought that they needed to sort of um, break up the put up put breaks in between the photo ops and the autographs and not have them so back to back just in case there's some you know running behind schedule and to also you know give people breaks yeah like because breaks are nice I, I just like felt bad because he was supposed to, he's supposed to do the photos between what was it 10 and t the first one was between 10 to 11 and then 11 to 12 was but like they were two, but like there were two sections panel. it was like two sections of photographs like between 10 and 10 30 and then 10 30 and 11 and then the autographs was to be 11 to 11 30 and 11 30 to 12 and then at 12 10 he had a panel and it's like jesus christ let the guy take a pee break but the the photos went into our autograph time like there should have been like a little bit of time for him i mean for his sake the poor guy like i don't even care if we were waiting online um i just feel bad for him like the guy has human needs like the rest of us do um i mean so yeah 
So if, but honestly, if that was the biggest complaint I had about the, the, the uh, that I just, I just had such a good time. I, I just loved it. And like, I had such a great time. Um, Jess, did you have anything that you want? That yeah, you it was funny because after, the, yeah, after the con, we were talking about, oh, who we like to see like at the con and we were like running off names and we all wanted uh, the actress who played Percy and Christopher yes. Torment and Gethin and Finn Popeye. like as potential like duo together. Yeah. Yeah. So like potential people for next year because, you know, I love everybody who came, but there's so many people on Game of Thrones. You can literally have anybody come and like it satisfy us as a fandom because we just love all those characters and all those actors. And no matter how small the role was. Yeah, I would love yes, also Carson for them was to. was only one episode, but we would love to have her. Yeah, I would love yeah. to get like Ramin there. Or like yeah, some of the production designers, costume designers from the show. Maybe not just the actors. Totally. That would be nice. Yeah. Well, they had they they had some concept dry, uh, uh concept artists concept artists too this time around. Yeah. Um, okay. Actually, my biggest complaints about the, the the con, which has nothing to do with the con at all, is that Rachel wasn't there because it would have been nice to have Rachel with us. So, I know. So that so that's my suggestion. Rachel needs to come next year, and I will start yelling at her next time I talk. Yeah, to and her and keep this Joey. date. I like this date. This is a good date. Yeah, this was con. a good date. It's I really weekend. hope they do it again. Um, okay. And we were um, saying suggested cities, right? We said we said Chicago. Chicago. Not that they're going to take our suggestions, but no, you definitely know, not. If they are, Chicago, Chicago be would fun. be nice. <laughs> but um, I re- I really loved Nashville. I was really did not know what to expect from too. the city, and and I really loved it. Like, and the weather held out the whole time. It only rained like as we were going to the airport this morning. So, yeah, it was I it know was great. It I've was always great. wanted to visit Nashville. So check that off the list of American cities. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, OK, so Jenny put some questions in here about reflection on it. So her first question was, how did the con make you feel about the fandom? Apparently, I'm the only person who responded to that one. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Um, so I will talk <laughs> unless unless Jess, you have something to say. I, I wrote stuff. No, not under I this think. particular not for question. That part. Nope. You did oh, on the next well, question. Yeah. I guess about the fandom. I don't. I no, guess I'm how a does, little yeah, saddened. Yeah, how did the con? I guess it puts into perspective that like, so I feel like there's like so many more fans that aren't fans of the book. And they only watch the TV show and a lot of times and like how much of a book fan I am compared to a TV show fan because there are people there who are like, yeah, I've seen the show like four times through and are really like experts on the show. And, and I watched them through once and that's about it for me. And there's so many people who are on panels or in the audience that are only show fans. And that, I guess for me, that's hard because it's hard to relate on that level because when they talk about the character, I'm looking at it from a totally like different perspective. I appreciate like the the show characters, but I don't know. So I feel a little lonely, I guess, or left out weirdly, even though I watched okay. the show. You know what I mean? It's but, hard to like yeah. connect and, connect with people. Yeah, and building on that, I think, um, and this came up on a couple of panels. Like, I I kind of loved watching it with just people who have never read the books because. I got to relive certain things through their eyes. Um, 
I mean, but I know you don't rewatch the show as much, but I'm like a crazy rewatcher and I, I have rewatched it like four or five times because I'm insane. There are certain episodes, Night of the Seven Kingdoms, that I've watched like, you know, more than a dozen times um, because I just love that. So I'm one of those ones who really, really loves the books and I've read the books like six or seven times at this point. And I really, really love the show. So I'm like in that middle ground of I love, I love both of them. But I also, I just love, I love, uh, in general, I just love the community. I think whether you're a book fan, a show fan, or both, it's just nice watching it through somebody else's eyes or seeing it through somebody else's eyes or understanding it through somebody else, um, which makes me feel closer to the community. And that's weird because it makes you feel separated from the com- uh, the community in a way. Yeah. I'm kind of in the middle. Like, I do really like, I mean, it's it was definitely fun. And I mean, this is kind of, I guess I slide more over to Jess's perspective. But, like, it was really fun for the first, you know, four or five years, you know, getting to experience things again through, you know, show watchers who were seeing all of this stuff for the first time and experiencing it for the first time. But it was fun from a book perspective, you know, because I knew what was coming. And definitely in terms of this, this con particularly, not so much the lot like last year, but really just made me realize that I don't think of the characters in terms of the show at all. Or like, not really. Yeah, their journeys, yeah, at all, yeah. Their journeys, like, when people were up there, like, during the the Night's Cast panel, when they were talking about, you know, iconic moments of the characters and stuff, the minute they mentioned something that was not in the books, I was like, wait, what? Oh, right, I guess that's a part of it, but, like, I don't really think about that. Yeah, but you you also have somebody like Oz up there who doesn't... Yeah. Who who hasn't... When they talk about, like, John and Danny, I'm like... I really want Oz to, to write about his experience reading the book, um... Now that, uh, you know, now that he's actually done watching the show because he refused to he refused to watch the show so he could be he could remain unsullied. And I love that. So I'm just curious to know his, his experience the as the books. But that's whatever. Um, I think because I've been able to just learn to separate the two and see them as two, you know, totally different entities at this point. Um, it doesn't bother me as much. And honestly, this makes me more excited for the books because I really would love to see how, how it's going to be seen and how we're going to look at it and how, how George is going to explore it differently. So, I mean, that's the part of the show that like the show journey that I can look at is like, I can look at, I I still look at it from a book perspective though. You know, like I look at the endings that we had in season eight and I'm like, okay, how do I extrapolate what happened here back to how I feel like it will go in the books? Like I still don't really, embrace the show versions of the characters as the true characters for me right i guess is the thing yeah which is why i don't hate the ending as much as other people because for me it's not the real ending so it's an interpretation of how it might go down so i'm less ragey than other people were yeah no i i i'm i'm not you know i've said it a million times i'm not happy how the jamie uh the jamie death went down because that's not how I, I envision it happening and we'll know for sure once the book comes out. But um, I, in the end, I was really happy where everybody wound up. Like, I knew Jamie was going to be dead anyway, so it doesn't matter like that. He is where he's supposed to be. Just how it happens, it's not crazy. I'm not crazy about it. But um, but I think everybody in the end was exactly where they de- where they deserved. Oh, well, not Braun. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at you, Pat! 
Um, so yeah. So, so I guess maybe that's, I've just could separate them two a little bit better. Um, it's not even like separating them. I just like really just don't think about the show in terms of these characters. It's not, which makes it hard sometimes to interact with people. Interact with people who are show watchers because right. you're like, well, okay, sure. Yeah. But like, that's not a real yeah. thing. Right. <laughs> ah, there it is. Um, I think for the most part, the people that I interact with uh, Twitter community wise is um, they are uh, they are sh- book fans. Book readers. Yeah. And so I think maybe I just I don't have the experience of dealing mostly with show only people. Except for some of my coworkers. I mean, I mostly deal with it at work and stuff. Yeah. But even just talking to some people that, you know, like our our uh, trivia team members, you know, who they, you know, Craig and Michaela the show every year and they they really yeah. love it. Yeah. Michaela. They and were father. great. They were adorable. They're father and daughter, and they 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 were they were good contributors to our our whatever place when we got because God knows they didn't let us actually know what place anybody was in. Um, we got 45 points and the highest was 68. So yeah, or the winners had 68. Yeah. So we did pretty well. Um, okay. And another question Jenny had put down was, um, how did the con make you feel about the show? And I actually, I feel like we kind of just went over well, that. We kind of answered all of these. Yeah. So we're not going to, um, let's show unless you have something book, else to add. Right? Yeah. About the show or the books. We can just answer all the questions. Um, well, the book, it, it really made me appreciate like how much research that George has done in building Westeros and being a great world builder. Um, we were on that Sworn Brothers uh, pa- uh, panel we went to or the folklore one I went to. You know, we talk a lot about George as this masterful character writer, but I think what gets left behind sometimes is he's a great world builder that he created this beautifully rich world for these characters that we all love to play in that feels genuinely lived in that feels like it has its own history and past and i think that doesn't get talked about as much with a song of ice and fire because his characters are so great that that kind of is at the forefront of people's um conversations when they discuss george as a writer but i think uh, being at the con and going to certain panels, you realize just how great of a world builder he truly is. And it made me want to go back and reread the books um, to like see some of that, some more of that, because, you know, the first time you're reading, you're just looking at it from a character perspective, but really bringing in like all right. these other elements. Um, so that's right. a, a positive thing I, I got out of the con book related, of course. Oh my <laughs> God, I feel, but it's the truth, but that's, that's my honest. And that's, that's, my honest belief about yeah. it all so and that's okay that's okay yeah i mean i'm rereading the books right now and i know just we sort of went during trivia where we're like wow we really don't pay attention to the show i kind of feel like we need to rewatch. yeah rewatch too like um, i don't know i'm like that that was a scene yeah like i kind of like it's i don't know it's hard for me to rewatch the show because i do like i said i just i think about the books and I have a hard time just watching the show as a show. But now that it's over, maybe I can try and like, especially like the, well, okay, not the later, later seasons, mostly like season six, <laughs> which season is six that is sort great. of in between, like that, that part where, you know, we know where the books are going. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's the winds of winter wish fulfillment a little bit. And then not so much when we get beyond that. And I'm just like, I don't know what this is, but, um, 
I kind of yeah. want to rewatch season six. <laughs> Just avoid five. Anyways, also, as a, parts yeah. of five. <laughs> I know, but also as a John fan, if, uh, talking about like you, you talk a lot about like the Twitter community. I'm in the Tumblr community, and the John like tag and fandom became a shipping. That's how John was seen through like a Danny and Sansa perspective. So that probably colors a lot of my disinterest in the show because he was my favorite character and he just became like the person oh, in the love like triangle shipping. that people were fighting over. And I'm like, I like John for for John. <laughs> a love triangle that doesn't actually exist. Yeah. <sighs> the incest love triangle. Exactly. Yes, yeah, so that was that's hard. That was hard for me too. like with all people wanted to talk about in the fandom was who he's going to end up with between his sister and his aunt. And I don't give two shits about <laughs> that. So, or him, right. his, uh, the iron throne Neither. crap. Yeah. I don't care about any of that shit. So like for me also, I think as a John fan, that's also why I kind of became disinterested in the show as well, because that's not what I'm interested in as a John fan. So right. yeah. Right. Understandable. Yeah. Understandable. All right. Um, this became like, the, like the, 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 the therapy session. <laughs> whatever makes you happy, boo. Oh, I got a lot what, off my whatever chest. Ma- I feel like a new person. There you go. See, the con is cathartic. Azura um, High Reborn right here. Right the here. Podcast. <laughs> um, so they did announce today that there will, in fact, be another con next year. So they told us to look out for dates and information and I will definitely be on that. And, uh, so I'm really excited for next year and you know Jess what I'm and, excited. Jess for? and I already decided we want to do more panels. Yeah. I'm excited for all the people who said, you know, when the show's over, I'm going to read the books. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I we'll want say. them to read it. Yes. You know, please I'm, make podcasts just so they can get just and blogs. Because it must be so cool to, like, go back and, like, oh, my God, I'm in Arya's head. We were talking to somebody who was, yeah. like, reading it for the first time, and, like, they were halfway through a Game of Thrones. Like, this is really cool to be, like, in Arya Stark's head. And I'm, like, that must be such it a, was, a It was Michaela experience. actually. Yeah, it was Michaela because she had started reading the books. And then oh, she Michaela, our, our trivia buddy who's on our team. Yeah. Yeah, she was great. They were yeah, she's a very great. sweet girl, and so was her dad, Craig. Yeah. We, we definitely had a good team. Um, so uh, let me say what else. I guess I guess that's it, really. I guess that's it. I mm-hmm. mean, we had we had, as usual, a fabulous experience uh, with the uh, with Con of Thrones. I look forward to next year. Um, and I guess that's it. So maybe we should have some sort of toast to God help us. King Bran the Broken. <laughs> to King Bran the Broken, because everyone loves a good story. A good story. A good story. To good our stories. con experience was a great story. It was great times. It Let's was. do it, it again. Was. Yay. All right. To great stories. To great stories. To great stories. To be published and Joanna written. Robinson put it, yes. Uh, great stories along the way. The friends we made along the, the friends way. friends we made. <laughs> there you go. We'll, it. we'll put it as great stories along the way. Um, yes. All right. Cool. Anyway, um, I guess that's it. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. And so he broke that sacred oath, that Lord of the Crossing, and now the pie
breasts cover his skin, and they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his skin. Revenge, it tastes so sweet. Mm-hmm.